Super Talk Mississippi media production. Spring is in the air, and that means it's time to refresh your wardrobe with the season's hottest trends at the Black Sheep Boutique. Don't blend in this spring. Stand out with the Black Sheep Boutique with two locations to serve you in Tupelo or Saltillo or online at theblackshepboutiquetupelo.com. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome, folks, to In a Mississippi Minute. I am Steve Azar preaching the gospel of Mississippi. There you go. I love doing that. I should be a reverend when it comes to visitmississippi.org. Check it out. All right. And I use that term loosely. Nobody wants me to be a reverend. I apologize for that. For all you incredibly God-fearing preachers out there, I take it back. All right. It was a childhood spent in Greenville, the middle of the hot tamale epicenter. Blended with her 30-year career as an award-winning journalist, that qualifies today's guest to literally write the book on Delta Hot Tamales. Um, it is that book, Delta Hot Tamales, History Stories and Recipes, published by the History Press back in 16, that serves us a historical record and a thorough look at the current status of this distinctive culinary treat, which I dig so much. All right, to go back in time, when I was a kid trying to figure out how to write songs, perform them, you know, I was looking for a stage. And my guest today, man, she would always give me that stage, whether it was the March of Dimes Telethon, or wherever St. Jude Radiothon, you name it, she allowed me to grow up right in front of her on that stage from the age of, tender age of 13 probably, maybe 12. I understood the appreciation of that, and I was a fan of hers for sure, like so many of us were. She was our Delta TV star, period. There was Hoda that would come later. She'd leave and go off to the NBC Today show, but our guest, she stayed tried and true to the Delta. Like I said, an award-winning journalist and TV guru, so let's get to it right now, my pal, Ann Martin. Hello, Ann. Hey, Steve. I need to hire you as my publicist. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Thank you. Well, wow. I'm in it. I'm in every word. And I love, you know, it's a little pressure on me when I'm interviewing the ones that are the queens of interviewing others. You know. Well, thank you. Thank you. I was like, I've always liked talking to people. I like knowing what's going on in their minds and what are they thinking. It's nice to have the table turned once in a while. People can pick my brain and then suddenly I'm going, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> but, uh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. This is great. Well, we're going to spend a couple of days together because I know that you and I, once we get going and cranked up, it's like, well, when are they going to stop? But this, <laughs> this is celebrating you today. You know, obviously, I knew the Ann as a kid who had just started her career. Um, and back in the day, back in the day, 
you and Hoda, there's so many, obviously, Stan Sandroni, the late, great Stan Sandroni, was so good to all of us, right? Well, we we loved, we loved sitting out, you know, to, that's back when local TV was, was really, really good, and we worked really hard to find really cool local stories, and if a local band was playing somewhere, it was like, whoa, we gotta go cover this group over here, they're really good. Yeah. And, we love doing it, and you were you were one of those musicians that we followed around town, and you know, it's like, wow, look at you now. So I can turn the table on you there, my friend. You know, we're all quite proud of you as well. Well, I was very young at the time, and you and I both know that there was about a ten-year uh, difference, maybe twelve, fifteen-year difference with some musicians from this these parts that were insane, right? I mean, we had they some were. talent. Yeah. Some crazy talent back in the day. All right, we're not going to get into talking about all these other people. We're talking about you. We're celebrating you. You deserve it so much. Um, let me ask you, growing up, you know, I knew when I first appeared behind my dad's liquor store and I saw Eugene Powell, it was over, right? That was my injection of music in my being forever. Yeah. So for you, when does media and TV and uh, that personality and, and a journalist, when does all that start to matter to you? You know, do you remember what age you were and what was it like for you growing up down here? Uh, first of all, growing up in Greenville, born and raised in Greenville, Greenville girl, you know, went to high school there, went to church, only left for nine short years to Kansas City, and I knew the day I left that I would be back. But growing up as a kid, I didn't know until high school that I wanted to be a journalist, but I was always aware of journalism. My dad read the newspaper, read the Delta Democrat Times every night, cover to cover. We watched the evening news, Her, uh, uh, Walter Cronkite on the sure. CBS evening news every single night. We watched Morley Schaefer and Ed Bradley on 60 Minutes on Sunday. I mean, because there was one TV in the house, hmm. and we watched what Daddy wanted to watch at certain times. And those were the shows that... I grew up watching, so I'd kind of been indoctrinated to it, and also had seen Jessica Savage, who was one of the, one of the first female anchors who was out there that was doing a lot that I thought, eh, that's kind of cool. But it wasn't until my sophomore year of high school, up until that point, I thought, you know, I might want to go into medicine. I had an aunt who was lab tech, and I just thought medicine was cool. I thought, you know, it might be kind of fun. Until 10th grade biology. Those grades changed my mind real quick. I said, all right, this isn't going to work. i got to come up with something else I want to do. And I always like talking to people. I'm naturally nosy, and journalists have to be nosy. We want to know what's going on. And I thought, well, what the heck can I do about I like talking to people, and I like knowing what's going on. What can I do with that? And it was like one day, wow, you're, I was watching TV, and there was Walter Cronkite, and there was Jessica Savage. I thought, I can do that. I think. Hmm. And I never turned back. I never looked at any other career. I never thought about another career. The day I graduated from high school, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. As a matter of fact, before I graduated from high school, I started working in radio. So, you know, just from the habits of my parents, it unknowingly helped shape what I knew I wanted to do down the road. And so, I knew I wanted to do it in my hometown. So Southern Mississippi, uh, via Mississippi Delta College, you graduate from Southern. Is that a great communication school at the time for it you? It is. It is. At the time that um, I went to Moorhead first, went to, back when it was MDJC, sure. and worked on the newspaper and worked on the annual there. 
my dad really wanted me to go to Delta State. Well, Delta State was a little too close for home. You know, you're, you're going to college, you want to get away. And I thought, I knew I needed to go to a junior college first. I wasn't quite ready for a four-year school. And really, at that particular time, I graduated in 77, Ole Miss had the best journalism school in the state. But I didn't want to go there. I just really didn't want to go to Ole Miss. But I didn't want to go to Delta State either. And I said, i got to go to Southern. That's where I need to go. And it was, it was a great experience. It was just what I needed. Came home and immediately started working and hadn't stopped. Did you work quite a bit in college as well? Sort of um, off and on, yes. When I was a senior in high school, I decided I wanted to try radio because I was looking for something to do in media where I could get a job without all the experience. You know, you got to start somewhere. And I listened to the radio all the time, and I started calling around the radio station, started with WDDT, since that was the station I listened to the most, to ask if they had any openings for anybody who was not experienced. And they said, we don't, but they said, told me to call the Greshams over at WJPR. Hmm. And I called them, made a couple of phone calls, and they said, we don't have anything right now, but call Mr. Ray over at WDMS. So I called over at WDMS, and I ended up talking to Mickey Wilkerson, whose on-air name was Mickey Farrell. I was at home playing hooky. My mother knew I was at home. I was playing, <laughs> quote-unquote, sick. I just didn't want to go to school that day, which I never did much at all. But senior year, second semester, yeah. you know, I was like, Mom. She said, okay, you can stay home. You just don't ever do it. I didn't have anything, no test that day or anything. <laughs> and I'm laid up on my bed. We had a TV in the bedroom, and I was watching TV, and I had a Vogue magazine. Teenage Girls Red Book Magazine. I'm talking to Mickey Farrell on the phone and told him I was looking for a job, had no experience, and he said, bring something to me. I said, now? And he said, yeah. He said, just pick up anything nearby and read. Well, I picked up that Vogue magazine and just started reading. This was on a Tuesday, and he said, can you come in Thursday and let me do an air check with you at the studio? And I went, oh, sure. So I went on Thursday, I love it. was hired, went back Saturday, trained on the equipment, Sunday morning, I was in the control room at WDMS Spinning Records, and I worked every weekend and ended up working WGVM, WDMS, yeah. uh, did Saturdays and Sundays for the longest time, and throughout the summer would fill in for folks who were on vacation, and when college came around, I would still do it off and on if I was home, and then during the summers would pick up summer shifts as folks were taking their vacation. Perfect I was, summer I was job. always a backup. Perfect summer yeah. job. Are you kidding me? We're talking oh, yeah. to Ann Martin. She's rolling down on Mississippi Highway, I think Highway 8 to be exact, heading to her home in Rosedale. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Hey, folks, Steve Azar here. And like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. What if there was a paint? 
that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy. Hey, wh what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trusted advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 864-3752. The Umbrays face Birmingham Tuesday, June 20th through Sunday, June 25th at Trustmark Park. We begin the homestand with Bark in the Park, presented by Hollywood Feed, that hosts the 1205 Cam Day Matinee Game on Wednesday. Truckworks Thirsty Thursday cools you off, as well as Southern Miss Night. Friday, June 23rd, the first 1,000 fans get an Austin Riley bobblehead, courtesy of the Made in Mississippi podcast. Saturday, we have post-game fireworks following the game, presented by Intergy. Then the homestand wraps up on Sunday with Raising Cane Sunday Family Fun Day, and Kids Run the Bases, Presented by Tuscan. For tickets, MississippiBrains.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. In 1920, John Albritton Sr. opened Albritton's Jewelry in downtown Jackson. With an expertise in watchmaking from his time with the Illinois Central Railroad, John not only sold but serviced pocket and dress watches for his fellow Mississippians. Albritton's has maintained that tradition to this day, with two full-time watchmakers on staff that are capable of repairing all major watch brands. Albritton's also offers a vast collection of fine watches built to fit any lifestyle. From dress styles in gold and stainless steel to sporty selections in carbon fiber, Albritton's has the watch for you. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen Albritton's as their fine watch store. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's, Albritton's Jewelers. Folks, it's Steve Azar, and if you're a business owner, then you've probably spent too much money on your taxes over the past couple of years, especially as you fought through the pandemic. But you may be eligible to get some of that money back. If your business has five or more W-2 employees, then you could receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. It's not a loan, it's a refund on taxes you shouldn't have paid in the first place. This is a tricky program that is misunderstood by the majority of business owners and is best accessed by using lawyers that understand the details. That's why I recommend my friends at Frascona Law. They have already helped thousands of businesses just like yours. They do all the work for you and you don't pay them a dime until you receive your refund money from the IRS. Your business can qualify for these funds even if you receive PPP loans, even if you are a nonprofit 
profit even if you've experienced an increase in sales. Let my friends at Frascona Law conduct a free evaluation of your business to help you access up to $26,000 per employee. Visit frasconalaw.com slash Azar to get started. Frascona is spelled F-R-A-S-C-O-G-N-A. This tax refund is only available for a limited time, so act now. Visit frasconalaw.com slash Azar to start the process of claiming your business's overpaid taxes. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, Pal and Martin, just to me, author, first of all, I love saying the word author. Author? I love it. I love it. <laughs> I know you do. Of the coolest hot tamale book there is, and we're going to, we're going to about to dig into that in a second. Pardon the pun. I need some crackers and some ketchup and some hot sauce. Mm-hmm. But other than that, visit Mississippi.org is hot sauce. Check it out. All right. And so you're being able to sort of have your summer gig sort of figured out. And you're going off and you're getting your degree in communication, is that correct? Uh, radio, TV, and film. Okay, so that, that was the thing. All right, okay, so when you come back, does that job, well, is it there waiting on you, and when did it become real? Well, the first time that I was back and looking for a job, it was, it was um, the radio station was still, you know, people were going in and out for the summer. And I thought, I really, I want to do news on the radio. And I talked to WGVM, WDMS, and said, hey, have y'all thought about doing news on the radio? And they said, yeah, sort of, kind of. So we gave it a shot. And they hired me to do radio news for them. And I would go get little sound bites and, and come back, and we'd put it together and do little news breaks. And I'd still do my... my um, filling in on air for the for the disc jockeys that were not going to be there. And the um, the station manager, this was about the time that that WXVT was being built and going on the air. Mm-hmm. And he kept telling me about it. He goes, you, you really should try it. I had not ventured out to sending out applications out anywhere to TV. I'm still a little scared to do that. And I finally said, okay, I'll do it. So sometime in the summer, I went and put in my application and several several weeks went by, and they finally said, "Okay, we we they called me up on the phone, and they said you're hired. Uh, we're going to go on the air sometime in November. Uh, we'll be in touch." Okay, great, sounds wonderful. Well, in the meantime, I got married, and uh, uh, it was a, a short-lived uh, marriage. But my name had changed, and I, in the meantime, I had not heard from them before I got that, first, that phone call that had hired me. But I had sent in another application, and they called me back and hired me again. They said, oh, we would love to have you come work. And I said, you've already hired me. We have. So they hired me twice. I, said, I took that as a good omen. Um, but, uh, I love it. I, I didn't love keep it. that name, didn't keep the husband, but... Uh, I, I, it got me in there twice, so I was, I was very grateful it's for that. It's a good name. And it's a good name. It's a good TV name, you know, radio name. Uh, well, I, you know, couldn't, couldn't let go of it. Well, it's Could better than Toad, Frog, and, I mean, I've heard some radio names that we don't need to discuss right now. Yours is classic. Well, oh, Yours you know what classic. my radio name was? What? Liz James. Liz James. Huh. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Liz came from, and somewhere... 
I saw this not long ago, and I can't remember all the details. And you're you're about to hear my puppy. I love it. That is part of the show. It's part of the deal. It's just, you know, I get on the phone, and they hear Mama. Come here, babies. Come on. It's them. They're my boys. (laughs) Um, The Liz... The Liz came from, my first name's Elizabeth, and it came from, from that. And the James came from, trying to remember. Jesse James? No. No. There was, uh, some, you know, maybe it'll come to me. It's been so long since so I thought about that. But some country star whose name, part of their name or real name was James, and I huh. liked it. I'm like, oh, that works, so. I just, you know, because I had to pick something spur of the moment. So. Now, Ann, I, only, I always knew you as Ann Martin. So when did you just go full-time to Ann Martin? I've had Ann Martin for so long, and I've, my children's names are Martin, and I published under Martin. Yeah, I that's did. what I'm saying, though. But when did you leave the Liz James part, I guess? I'm sorry. Oh, when I left radio. That oh, was just for radio. I got you. I got you. I got you. But, but, that was, that was just but I knew you and TV, and then you were always... On the radio, you were everywhere. You were in print. You were on radio. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you were it. You know, you brought up something earlier that I want to ask you. And it, you know, you talked about you were sort of nosy and you wanted to get the truth out and you wanted to to talk about what was going on out there. Now you're seeing a lot of views versus news. I mean, as a news person, right? The music business mm-hmm. has changed, right? I see. Yep. I see some things has changed for the better, and some things you're going like, come on, like let disc jockeys in the morning talk to the listeners. They they don't want to just hear music. They want to hear from their their guy or girl that they depend on in the morning to to wake them up, you know. And so I feel like otherwise you can just go stream music if you want to, right? You can't exactly. lose the personality behind the news, behind the music. So for you, when you see news now versus Walter Cronkite in that day, right? Yep. And the way you were raised and trained to do your job, where do you see it now? It's like nails on a chalkboard to me. I I don't watch a lot of news. I I just I can't. It's um it, there's too many opinions. I just want the facts and it has changed this industry so much, and it causes so much of a rift in the folks that do listen. News, to me, was always, let me give you a set of facts, and you make up your mind. Hmm. Nowadays, it's like, I'm going to tell you what's going on, but I'm going to give you my opinion, and my opinion, you're going to get more of my opinion than you are the facts. And I'm going to that becomes the, the news, correct? Yeah, that, that version the of the news. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And yeah. I just don't like it. When I I got out of the business, for the most part, in 2014, um, it, the, the local stations had begun to change. They had been sold. They were under one umbrella. It just, it, it just wasn't comfortable anymore. And I said, mm-hmm. it's time for me to go because this old girl is... You know, I was old school, and things were changing way too much. Uh, we were even beginning to see some of that opinionatedness. I just mm-hmm. made a new word there. Filtered in like on it. the local level, and I'm, I just thought I don't like this, and um, it was time to go. So even now, I catch myself being selective about what news I watch. My husband and I don't even agree on some of the channels. You can watch it. I'm tuning it out, or I'll leave the room, but. You know, and that's fine. He's very open-minded about everything. But the news has just changed so much. And it used to be that you could watch the local news, you could watch the national news, listen to the radio, uh, read a newspaper, read a news magazine. 
and just get a broad spectrum of the facts and then form your own opinion. Hmm. But now you're just bombarded from every side, it seems like, and it's you're getting other people's opinion instead of getting the facts. And I don't think that's the way news is supposed to operate well, at you all. Well, I, I, t- I totally agree with you. We're with my pal Ann Martin. We're going to start talking about hot tamales. I know we've made everybody hungry because I'm hungry. I'm part of- <laughs> But we're going to do it right after the break. Visit Mississippi.org is just so cool. And when it comes to the culinary world, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll lead you to the water and to a great meal. So stand by. We'll be right back. You're on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, folks, it's Steve Azar. And if you're a business owner, then you've probably spent too much money on your taxes over the past couple of years especially as you fought through the pandemic. But you may be eligible to get some of that money back. If your business has five or more W-2 employees, then you could receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. It's not a loan. It's a refund on taxes you shouldn't have paid in the first place. This is a tricky program that is misunderstood by the majority of business owners, and it's best accessed by using lawyers that understand the details. That's why I recommend my friends at Frascona Law. They have already helped thousands of businesses just like years they do all the work for you and you don't pay them a dime until you receive your refund money from the irs your business can qualify for these funds even if you receive ppp loans even if you are a nonprofit, even if you've experienced an increase in sales let my friends at frascona law conduct a free evaluation of your business to help you access up to twenty six thousand dollars per employee visit frasconalaw.com slash azar to get started Frascona is spelled F-R-A-S-C-O-G-N-A. This tax refund is only available for a limited time, so act now. Visit frasconalaw.com slash Azar to start the process of claiming your business's overpaid taxes. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. What if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. STMM Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 20% chance of rain today, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 68. Your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Saturday, a 30% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 94. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. 
too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. At Simply Safe, we know during a break-in, every second counts. So our home security system is powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who use Fast Protect technology only from Simply Safe to capture video evidence and verify a threat for fast police response. Now install Simply Safe your way. Do it yourself or have an expert set it up for you with new Pro install. Get 20% off any new system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafecom radio. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Macomb police are investigating after a Louisiana man allegedly shot his wife and then himself. Investigators say the shooting happened around 3.30 p.m. on Wednesday at the Hampton Inn in Macomb. The husband and wife have been identified as 25-year-old Danny Purnell Jr. and 27-year-old Gabrielle Purnell. According to investigators, Danny shot his wife two times and shot himself once. They were both airlifted from Southwest Mississippi Regional Medical Center in Macomb to the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson. Their conditions are currently unknown. And the Jackson Fire Department is investigating a deadly house fire that happened early Thursday morning. Investigators found the body of an unidentified elderly woman inside the home on Miller Avenue. The fire broke out around 7 a.m. Several units battled the blaze, but the home was a total loss. Assistant Fire Chief Patrick Arman says other people lived at the home but were able to escape unharmed, and the cause of the fire is under investigation. This is professional ball player and former Mississippi State Bulldog, Jake Mangum. Whether you're playing ball, driving your truck, or working in the yard, safety is everything. You've got to make sure that you're prepared for the worst, but do everything you can to aim for the best. That's why I go with Farm Bureau. They've always kept me ready for anything with exceptional customer service and competitive rates. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings. Sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original, Cajun and garlic and green onion sausages as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. 
Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. And Martin is my glorious guest today. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a clamp right now. And uh, always uh, so grateful for her in my growing up years. Still grateful for her. When I moved back, couldn't wait to get a big hug from Ann Martin. Uh, visit Mississippi.org. Deserve, it deserves a hug from you. Come on. It'll give it back. Aww. It's unconditional love, yeah. baby. All right. Love the, love the hugs that Mississippi gives. We give the best hugs. All right, Ann, let's talk about the need to write a book about tamales, where your uh, affection came from, and your knowledge, you know, to, to be able to go do this. Was it a lot of writing? Uh, sorry. Was it a lot of research you did, or was a lot of this already built in just you're growing up? Some of both. Um, I grew up eating hot tamales. I have memories of eating hot tamales as a little girl. I'm talking five and six years old. Um, we grew up knowing and seeing the the hot tamale makers who were selling tamales out of carts or out of the trunk of their cars downtown on Washington Avenue in front of the old Steinmark. I grew up, our family going to Doe's and picking up a couple of dozen hot tamales that were stuffed inside of an old coffee can. Mm with a piece of tinfoil and a rubber band across the top, which the health department won't let you do anymore. And our back door neighbors were Tilly and Salvador Cigna, Big Doe Cigna's brother. And I cannot tell you how many times my mom would be in the kitchen cooking supper, and there'd come a knock on the door, and one of us kids would answer the door, and there would be Tilly or Sav with hot tamales. And whatever Mama was cooking, she'd turn off the stove and push it to the back burner because we were going to eat those tamales right then and there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so we grew up on them. You know, we, we just, they were great. And it didn't matter who we bought them from downtown. They were always good. So I grew up eating tamales. And then in about 2011 or so, Late 2010, 2011, myself, Valerie Rankin, and Betty Lynn Cameron, the three of us piled around, still do, and we were part of a, a little weekend supper club, for lack of a better term. And we would get together at each other's house, and there was a whole group of other people involved, and we would just rotate and say, all right, who's cooking this weekend? What do we want? Or what's everybody got a craving for? And either one person would cook or we would all pitch in. It didn't matter what we had. We always talked about hot tamales. Huh. And it got around to why don't we have a festival about hot tamales? Well, Valerie, Valerie's as big a researcher as I am. She'll go look something up. And we found out, well, there really wasn't another festival for hot tamales. There are some tamale festivals, but they're very much geared towards the Mexican tamale. Sure. Yeah. So we decided we really needed to do this. We, we need to do something. So we decided in October of 2011, let's have a tamale tasting contest for our meal, for our little 
supper group, and we invited other people to come, and everybody had to bring hot tamales. But it was a secret where yours came from. I was the only person who knew where the tamales came from. Everybody would call me up and say, hey, I'm bringing Shonuff, or I'm bringing Doze, or, you know, if it was hot a home cook, heaven, I'm bringing, right, you know. Right. And I would keep a list of it and tell them, yes or no, you can bring those. And then we came, we came up with these really crazy score sheets, like, you know, how many cats did it take to make tamales? Because, you know, for years we've grown up about the cats hanging around hot tamale places, which isn't true. Don't freak out, people. Yeah, yeah, it was no, just no, a no, joke. No, 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 no. But, um, <laughs> I love it. it we, we had so much fun, and Howard and Howard Brent came, and, and Jessica came and played some music, and it, we just had this little mini festival in Valerie's backyard, and I remember we walked into her kitchen when it was over, and Betty Lynn was, was executive director of Main Street Greenville at the time, and we all looked at each other, and I said, ladies, I think we just gave birth to a festival, and it was like, oh boy, we've got to do this. I know, well, you know, January rolled around, and we still hadn't done anything. And about February, we all said, all right, if we're going to do this, we need to get rolling. And we threw the very first festival together by October. So one year later, from our little backyard event, we had the first festival, and it's been going strong ever since. So that started. We had the first festival, and very shortly after the festival, maybe this was in October, maybe early spring, I was in Cleveland running errands. I was living in Roseville by then, running some errands, and checked my email, and I had an email from Betty Lynn that she had forwarded to me, that she had gotten from someone at Arcadia Press, that they were looking to talk to someone about writing a hot tamale book. And Betty Lynn said, I'm sending this to you. This is yours. Hmm. I've been freelance writing for years. So I called the number left a message, and got, uh, I was told the lady was at lunch, she would call me back at 1 o'clock. They were on Easter time, Eastern time. I pulled into the Sonic in Cleveland, Mississippi, and sat there, and that lady called me back, and we had a verbal book deal when I pulled out. Wow. And, Isn't that, don't you love, you turn a corner in your life, and you've been, yeah. bu- you've been building toward this with all of this knowledge, all of the yeah. great meals. Yeah. You know, we had hot tamales every Friday in our lives. Every Friday, they would show up. Um, from you know, usually does, and we would uh, it was just something that we look forward to coming in mm-hmm. from football games or or basketball games or baseball, whatever. We knew on Friday that night they were going to be there on the stove in those and, cans. So, and Steve, I this is a book that I knew I was going to write several years prior. I had made kind of a uh, a bucket list of books that I wanted to write, and in one of the books was a book about hot tamales. All right, what's the name of the book? Delta Hot Tamales, History, Stories, and Recipes. So it is. I read it, is, it right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just a recipe book. People think it's a recipe book. There are recipes in there, but it's more of a history and story book, telling the stories of the people who have made the tamales, why they make them, where they got the recipes from, why they keep those recipes secret, and the history, you know, where they came from, why we have them. And hey, there are recipes in there, but it's not the only thing in there. So when, you know, recipes, when it comes to tamales and when it comes to anybody that makes anything unique, right? You know, they're yeah. pretty guarded, you know, so were you they able are. to go and dig uh, and how'd you, did you use that charm, that Ann Martin charm to get oh, some? Oh, no, no, nobody would give me their recipe. I, I had so many people tell me no or look at me and go, no, and you know, I can tell you that. And I'd look back and go, you just can't tell me anything. No, they don't, they don't share them. The recipe that's in the book came from the Delta Hot Tamale Trail, which was put together by Southern Foodways Alliance. It's online. Amy Cameron Evans put together the Hot Tamale Trail many years ago. That is their recipe that is in the book. No, nobody would give me their recipe. 
So, so you probably have nobody giving you any information at all uh-uh. except for your taste buds and your love for it. But I, I get that. Everybody's got their own little version. But, you know, a lot of these tamales, you know, a Delta, first of all, a Delta tamale, there's nothing like it, right? Nothing. I have not run into anything that remotely comes close to it. It is a distant cousin of the Mexican tamale. If it weren't for the Mexican tamale, I don't think we would have the Delta hot tamale. Um but it was it was truly born out of very simple ingredients that the African American yeah. cook had in her home, and thank goodness she did it. You know, we wouldn't have it if if she hadn't looked at the Mexican recipe and said, "Hmm, I don't have this, this, or this, but I've got this. Let me try to make this," and she did. I feel like our tamales here are they have more meat and more filling than. And then the other one's more mill-based a lot of times that you see. But for me, I mean, I've always noticed that once you get past the mill part, you know, you're you're biting into some beef, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And, um, love it. I do think the Delta hot tamale is a much better tasting culinary treat than the Mexican tamale. But that's just personal preference. I've had some Mexican tamales that were very good. They're just really different. You really can't compare. It's almost like comparing apples to oranges. Um, and some hot tamale makers, their tamales do have more of a milly taste than others. It just depends on how much cornmeal or masa they decide yeah, to use. Yeah. I did have a hot tamale maker tell me one time, and she wouldn't tell me her recipe either. She said basically all hot tamales use the same ingredients. It's the same basic recipe. They just adjust how much of those spices and seasonings they use. Right. Now, people would tell me... They had used red pepper or black pepper or cumin or whatever it might be, but they never would, like your grandmother's recipe, yeah. they wouldn't tell me all of it or how much. But they'd say, right. oh, yeah, I use a little bit of that. Right. Or, you know, garlic or whatever it was. And they are made with beef and pork, chicken, turkey, venison. I've yet to have a duck tamale. That's something someone needs to try. And some of my favorites are the vegetarian tamales made with spinach and cheese and and uh, tomatoes, they're delicious. Well, First I can tell you... I, the Hot Tamale Festival, a vegetarian tamale won grand champion. Wow. Presenting the food in the way that you guys orchestrated this festival, there is nothing bigger than food at this festival. There is nothing. Like the tamale is the headliner. And if you're going to exactly. do music, it just needs to be, oh, by the way, we've got these cool acts that are playing. But t- the truth is, the headline act is the Hot Tamale. And I agree with you. I It, it is such a beloved food here in the south especially in the mississippi delta and when i say that greenville is in the epicenter of the hot tamale world that is no exaggeration if you were to get a map out and seriously put a push pin in every town where or every location where there's a hot tamale maker your biggest cluster is going to be greenville just north of greenville and into southern bolivar county right there along highway one and it's just amazing. So, yes, that's why this festival was born, was to pay homage to this food that we claim is ours. It is our regional food. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like you've got the hot chicken in Nashville and, and you know, oysters and stuff on the, on the East Coast. But this is our food. Always has been and always will be. Steve Azar here, and like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. 
So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. At Clinton Body Shops, we want you to know that after an accident, you have the right to choose where to get your repair. We're continuing to follow our founder's mission. The late John Mosley believed consumers deserve to have their vehicles returned to their pre-accident condition using OEM parts and OEM repair procedures. Therefore, we're continuing OEM training and certification with as many manufacturers as possible. In fact, we now have more certifications from more automakers than any shop in Mississippi. Auto accidents can be very stressful, and the last thing you need is a repair that devalues your car and makes it unsafe. Because you have the right to choose, tell your insurer you want a Clinton Body Shop repair. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com, and as John used to say, we really do take pride in perfection. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses, and everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Money should never stand between you and your dreams. So if there's a will, there's a way. I'm Rachel Ravenstein. And I'm John Ravenstein. You're going to love this. Right now at Juniker Jewelry Company, enjoy five years interest-free financing. You heard me right. That's five years, 60 months interest-free financing for qualified buyers. Buy those gorgeous $10,000 diamond stud earrings she's always wanted from Junikers and pays little as $166 per month. Buy that big, beautiful $15,000 diamond ring and pay just $250 per month. Buy a five thousand dollar designer diamond engagement ring for just eighty four dollars per month whatever you want at juniker jewelry company just divide the price by 60 and that's your monthly payment now you can give her the diamonds she's always dreamed of because right now through the end of june get five years 60 months interest free limitations apply juniker jewelry company from anywhere in mississippi we're at 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and online at junikerjewelry.com mississippi's direct diamond importer Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services, located in Hattiesburg, is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care and addiction treatment for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove offers many levels of care, including day and evening addiction treatment programs for working professionals. For more info, please call 1-888-574-HOPE and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
U.S. farm-raised catfish is more than a delicious, healthy meal. It's an experience. That's why we created the Catfish Trail. Spanning six states and hundreds of miles, these restaurants serve catfish the way it was meant to be enjoyed. And while you eat like a local, you'll also be supporting American farmers. Find your next stop on the Catfish Trail at uscatfish.com. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. We're in cold water and we're in too Yeah, we're in cold water. Our Cecilia once repurposed uh, tamales into some sort of muffin. And oh, it was it was a it was a lot going on in the kitchen. And let me tell you what, we're still cleaning up after years because they were finding stuff. I'm telling you, she's a mess. Oh my god. But but it was once she got it, it was like, okay, what is that? Like, I can't remember exactly what she does. She has it documented, but man. It I want to know about that. Unbelievable. You tell, you tell Young you, I want to know about that. Yeah, yeah, See, I don't curious. make tamales. People ask me all the time, say, well, what's your recipe? I said, I have no idea. I There's don't no have reason recipe. to make them. make them. Why would we make them? That's it. There are too many people in the Delta that make excellent tamales yeah. that I enjoy eating their tamales, but I will use the tamale as an ingredient in a recipe. Yeah. I've, I've made appetizers. I've made pinwheels where you make the tamale with the tomato and corn and black bean mixture with a little cheese and put it in puff, uh, not puff pastry, but um, sheets of pie dough and roll it up and cut it. Oh, uh, that sounds good. I just recently got a pan pie maker, and I've made hot tamale hand pies, but this will make them look a whole lot better. So I just like using them. Wait, they're like little mini pies, like spinach pies yeah. or little round pies? Like pies that you would get in South Louisiana. Oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. And you're putting it in the crust? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Just, just, okay, just we got to talk about this. Crust. We have to talk about this. That sounds <laughs> unbelievable. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, let them do all the hard work and make it, and then we get to add stuff to it. Yeah, exactly. I was, um, I was at a party... Oh, uh, probably it was pre-pandemic with a bunch of people and Elizabeth High School, who yeah, is also a teacher chef on the Today Show. And Elizabeth sure. is from here in Rosedale. Elizabeth wrote the foreword to the Hot Tamale book. And she was the chef at this party that, that I was at. And we're all talking and she's in an, an open kitchen so everybody can watch her cook. And suddenly somebody said, Anne, why didn't you think of this? And I turned around and I said, think of what? <laughs> and they they held up what they were eating, and I said, what are, the, what are you eating? I couldn't tell. It was something kind of oblong, and it looked like a sandwich. And they said, here, take a bite. And I took a bite, and I could tell it had hot tamales in it. And I spun around, and I said, Elizabeth, what is that? <laughs> and it was a hot tamale grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, my goodness. Why and would I you went, even do I that? I went to her at I'm the stovetop to watch her what, to watch oh, what she did. Love it. And, you know, it was just like a regular grilled cheese oh, sandwich. Brilliant. Except she had mashed up hot tamales in it. I'm and taking the cut, bacon cut out of my, off. bacon's out of my, I'm taking bacon out of my grilled cheese now, and I'm going hot tamale. Are you kidding? I'll try a, it. A, it. It was, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
Elizabeth, when she was on my show, I think she was weed eating and picking stuff outside. And then, I, then I think she was making some sort of sandwich. Well, I said, are you making a sandwich right now? Are you weed eating right now while you're doing this interview? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got to do it. You know, Lucia's out there. I said, multitasker, let me tell you. <laughs> She's so great. I, I had a group. Uh, I was doing a hot tamale tour around the Delta one day. And one of my favorite places to take folks was always to go to show enough Perry Gibson's place out on Highway 82 in Greenville. Mm. And Perry died suddenly about three months ago, just absolutely broke my heart. And his family plans to reopen Show Nuff. It's coming, but I would always take everybody to Show Nuff um, because he's, he, he's just got a his great story. He's just a neat guy, and I love his tamales. Oh, and this I'm particular day, gone. when I told Perry we were coming, I said, Perry, do you have a flat top in there, White? He said, yeah. And I said, can I borrow it? He said, yeah, why? I said, there's something I want to make for our, our little tour group. I had six people. And I said, I'm going to need about six tamales. And I need butter, and I'll bring the, the loaf of bread and the cheese. And so I went back in the kitchen, and we made hot tamale grilled cheese sandwiches. And he was just standing there with his mouth <laughs> open. He said, I've never thought about that. Gosh, and, uh, so good. I'm doing so that So I got to pass it on to him, and he made it a few times. It never got on the menu. I was hoping he would do it, you know. But it's just so super simple. You can do anything with the tamale that you would do really with any other kind of meat that, you know, involves yeah, sure. a meat. In it. You just have to think about it a little bit. You know, I'm surprised people don't batter it afterwards and fry it, and that'd be another problem. So that's how we're going to end this show. We're going to go eat right now. You and I will meet you in the middle. Uh, tell tell that farmer husband of yours thanks for producing all of incredible crops like rice and corn. And I will sweet. tell him that. Appreciate him I'll so much for his hard work, man. I know he loves doing it. All our, all our farmer friends, man, they are the salt of the earth and work harder than anybody we know. So tell him thank you, and I appreciate it. We're going to do round two, but I'm going to let you go spend time with your puppies and Vic get back to the farm in rosedale and martin folks has been my guest today and uh you got to check her book out and title the book one more time delta hot tamales delta history. hot tamales history stories and recipes yeah. and see, thanks so much for having me on i love the delta love you my friend and there's just no better place on earth than right here in the mississippi delta visit mississippi.org is shining like i often say because of my guest today check out the book and we'll see you tomorrow later on i'm steve azar I'm Steve Azar, in a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. What if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. STMM Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.